This is a place. This is a place. This is a place. We want to talk about. This is a place. Welcome to this week's episode of This Is A Place Podcast. My name is Nate, and with me is is a guy who says, according to his advent calendar, we've got two days left till Christmas. Brandon. Actually, according to my daughter's advent calendar, Christmas was a week ago. It's already happened. She, we explained the rules to her. I usually would put it out of reach. But the temptation was too great, and Christmas came early for her calendar. She's just like me, because I don't think I ever made it through an advent calendar as a kid. Yes, it was really hard. <laughs> does any? Does anybody? Let's be real. Does anybody? I don't know. Actually... My kids are doing really good with theirs this year. Um, I think we actually bought them like on clearance at Target last year after Christmas. <laughs> But they're like the it's the ones I had growing up were like little chocolates, right? Molded chocolates. Is that the one you got your daughter? Yeah. But there's ones they're they not have high quality or... chocolate. No, no. You, you could probably go. You could have probably got them on clearance in 2018, and it's still the same. Right quality. quality. Yeah. But the ones the kids got last year, they were a little bit higher quality because they were on clearance. Probably the same price though as the cheap ones. Um, but they have like Snickers and Skittles and Twix and stuff like Ooh, that in them. Yeah. That's bit better. So they've, they've been actually been pretty good with it. Cause I think they kind of enjoy it now, but I'm sure if they were younger and when they were younger, they kind of blasted through them. Have you ever done a, a different type of advent calendar? I've seen some that are socks. I remember a couple of years ago, everybody was getting the, Harry Potter sock advent calendar from Target. You ever done anything else like that? Um, like a boozy calendar? I know you. No, I've seen those. Um, I think I even saw one the other day on Amazon where it's like a Super Mario one that you get like little figurines and stuff oh, to make a fun. village. But it was something like 30, 40 bucks for it. I'm like, ah, yeah, but last growing year, up, we actually did do a village. We got one from this kid's toy company where you it's usually you build stuff and it was uh you would build a new piece of the village every day. But growing up we had my mom had it was either like a soda carton type it was wooden though, back when they used to do wooden milk cartons and or crates, I should say. It was either an old milk crate or crate or soda crate that she had painted red. And then she put Hershey Kisses in each box. And then we had like a little bag of like little figurines, like Christmas figurines. So you would every day you would take one out and put the figurine in and take the chocolate. But I don't remember how we rotated who got to do it because there's five siblings. So I think we probably took a turn each day. So that was our advent calendar growing up to know how many days there were left till Christmas. But I only had 20. Yeah. 24 spots so you till christmas eve i guess you could say you don't get one on christmas day well keeping things on theme are we at the beginning of the christmas vacation advent calendar yet 
I know we mentioned it, but what date is that? What start? Day? I think it starts on the fifteenth, fifteenth or sixteenth, right? So when I'm trying to w- look at it real quick, actually, does it start at the very beginning or is it after they go to the Christmas? It's after they go to the Christmas tree, right? Hold, please. Please hold. We'll be with you momentarily. Looks like we see the fourteenth, maybe the first day they open up the advent calendar so we're recording this a couple days after that i guess you better have your christmas tree up by now if you're going to follow the events of the movie at least your first christmas tree i think i put up the tree pretty early in december but we just never decorated it till like last monday it's a little different when your kids start getting older we still should be a little bit more uh what do you call it Christmas spirity, but we did have our Christmas lights up like before Thanksgiving, and Bronco was pretty upset about that. But he's a, he's a traditionalist. Yeah, he does. He likes the good thing about him is that he he's very structured. So when you like deviate from the plan, he gets like <laughs> it's been snowing a lot lately, right? And it's not yeah. like big snowstorms, but the only thing it's always snowing during like uh, morning rush hour, right? Right, it's school and work. But uh, I guess his bus driver showed up late the other day because of the snowstorm. And he, every time that happens, he lets the bus driver have it when he gets on the bus. If you can hear him talking like, where have you been? Because, <laughs> you know, you know, you, you broke the, the structure of the morning routine. Yeah. Can't break the structure. Funny kid. Before we get too much into it, uh, this is kind of our, I guess is our Christmas episode right before Christmas. So Merry Christmas, everybody. I got Nate a Christmas present that he is going to open live on the air. Recorded live. Previously <laughs> recorded live. Previously recorded live. What does that even mean? That sucks that we're doing it now because I've It just had to be related to the it had to be done on the podcast with your present. Be. It had to be. Maybe we'll have you open yours for the New Year's. Well, we can't. (laughs) (laughs) Never mind. It won't be here before New Year's. (laughs) All right. Nate is now opening his present, and we're going to get the live reaction. Oh, no way. (laughs) I've seen it before. (laughs) That thing there's an RV. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Sweet, man. Thanks. What do you have, Nate? It's the Clark Griswold moose mug. Yep. I was literally thinking the other day at my work Christmas party is that I need this mug and then I need to get like a Dickie. You know what a Dickie is, right? Mm-mm. It's a mock turtleneck that he's oh, wearing. What Eddie's like, wearing. You're pretty young, so you might not know that phrase, but but I'm like, that'd be hilarious to show it to like my too late now maybe next year i was getting excited because you said you even had some eggnog and i was like perfect oh just go get get the eggnog crack it out and i know i have some but i bought it like a week ago and i'm worried that it might might be bad now but (laughs) i checked with your wife before i sent your wife a facebook message because i'm thinking there's a good chance he already has this so i'm gonna make sure no i've seen it at the stores before and i never bought them but i was tempted to the other day because like i said 
to but i need to get a dicky and all that stuff first so maybe next year christmas party i'm gonna be uncle eddie if you don't get it i know what i need to get you for next and now now i need to is like uh like one of my favorite scenes in the movie is like when he's drinking eggnog out of the moose thing and he walks over to that wooden art display piece whatever and he just flicks one of the pieces and it breaks and he just kind of goes, huh? <laughs> like, you know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, no big deal. Right. Unfortunately, I was I was watching it. You only see the moose cup once. When he gets really mad and dips his cup in the eggnog near the end of the movie, he just has a normal cup. It's good. It's good. It's good. <laughs> when he gets really? his. Really? Oh. Yeah. He just used like a normal cup. I was like, oh, that's dumb. He should have used the moose one. So it really only makes that one appearance. But I saw this first at a a white elephant a couple of years ago and I was trying oh, really? to get it, but didn't end up with it. Well, um, they had, um, a year or so ago at big lots, you know, me, Mr. Dill Hunter. Right. So I'm like, I'll just wait till after Christmas and buy them on the after Christmas clearance. They never really went on clearance. They lowered mm. it like a dollar and they kept, they, they were literally on the shelf for the whole year until next Christmas came around. And then they just raise the price again. And then, they, and then at the time, I'm like, "Well, you keep the clearance t- t- stickers on, or do you?" Because they clear, like I said, they clearance them out like maybe one or two dollars, but huh. um, they never really, really cleared them out. But I just kept waiting, waiting. I'm like, "Well, I'll just buy these, and I'll have them for next year." Well, uh, it's the gift that keeps on giving. It's the gift that keeps on giving. You don't only well, the... have to have eggnog; you can have it all year round. Oh no! But the good news is, is that eggnog is almost year round now, right? I feel like every holiday they have eggnog. So it's yeah, if you on have the, the peat flavored the one at Easter time. I remember growing up, it was like only like it was only like Christmas that we had it. So I always get excited for Christmas for eggnog, but now it's all the time. Like Easter, like you said, Halloween, um Fourth of July, who knows when they <laughs> have it. The red, white, and blue eggnog. Right. <laughs> We do have a topic today, a Christmassy topic for you. I guess our last one of the year, as we are talking about the Ogden Christmas Village. Is this something you've been to before, Nate? I've been to Ogden before, and I've been <laughs> to a Christmas Village before. Just not together? But not in the same place. Okay. Not That's that okay. I can recall. No, because... I think the only time I've really been up there during the winter time and like walked around was during the Olympics. So that was in February. So no, not that I can recall. There's a YouTube page called the Weber County history in a minute. And I'm going to cheat a little bit and play the video so you can hear what they have to say about the Christmas village. We'll be right back. You love listening to podcasts, but have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you want to build a brand, grow your business, or are looking for an excuse to talk about your favorite hobby. Whatever your reason for making a podcast, Buzzsprout is the place to start. Since 2009, Buzzsprout has helped over 300,000 people launch their own podcasts. Buzzsprout walks you step-by-step through the whole process and will give you powerful tools to start, grow, and monetize your podcast. Ready to get started? Click the link in the show notes to get our free step-by-step guide to starting your podcast today. 
Jerry Green was determined to make Santa Claus more accessible for all children. So he created the Christmas Village, and since then, thousands have visited every Christmas, and many families are passing the tradition on the third and fourth generations. Displays at the Christmas Village have changed over the years. In 1963, the village displayed a giant missile tree featuring a Minuteman garlanded with more than 8,000 lights. In 1968, over 600 man-hours went into building the Christmas Tiki Hut. In 1974, Gene Williams built a stale replica of a working, elf-sized Ferris wheel. Now, visitors can see tons of Christmas cottages decorated in various themes by local businesses and organizations. Jerry Green really started something for us 58 years ago. Before he died in 2009, he said, I have no idea it would last this long or be this important. So she said it started in 1962. So I guess this is actually the 60th anniversary. Maybe there was a year or two missed in between. I think they still did it during 2020. But we're going to go ahead and say it's the 60-year anniversary of the Ogden Christmas Village. And you've yet to yet to venture up to the Great White North and check it out, huh? I just... I don't really have a reason to go to Ogden very often. I remember... <laughs> oh, it's been, I would say, at least 10 years when I was doing a lot of fix and flip stuff and this guy had a deal he wanted me to look at but it was in ogden that we did and he's like i messaged him i said hey when's a good time for us to go to ogden to look at this property he writes back there's never a good time to go to ogden <laughs> <laughs> so i always remember that when i think of ogden but i love ogden to be honest with you that's one place that i have considered like i would like to buy my forever home in somewhere like on the east bench of ogden near the the canyon would be my preference. It's not a bad place. We did a whole series out there. We like Ogden. Gets a bad rap, but I did see this thing on social media that was pretty funny. Ogden's this blank? <laughs> Stop making fun of Utah. People love living here. SLC has so much culture and diversity. It's a great mix. Provo is full of beautiful, happy Utah families and home of BYU. Park City has the best skiing in the world. Tons of shopping. Ogden. St. George has sunshine. <laughs> And warm weather year-round. It's so much fun. It is like its own. It's I almost feel like I'm out of state when I'm in Ogden. It's Agreed. got its own feel. It it's completely own feel. Like it's part of the reason I like it. But for years, like going like when I got into real estate, like the market was kind of going crazy here back in the 2000s. Like Ogden didn't. Like it just the pricing stayed the same. So um i think it was like a hidden gem forever as far as the pricing goes but it's definitely caught up in my opinion to everything else i had a mission companion from ogden he was harder and he just he'd seen more life than, than others <laughs> yeah there's some spots in ogden like everywhere else that are a little sketchy but for the most part i i really enjoy ogden i love old buildings you know and i think they got a, a lot of that there and a lot of new stuff too a lot of new commercial stuff they put there it's growing like everywhere else but and even like the the houses there have a lot of character the fun place fun place to visit i just never i feel like every christmas i have big ambitions to be 
going and doing a lot of Christmas stuff. And then every day just goes by without doing it. And I never make it happen. Just like everything else here in Utah, like we've talked about a thousand times, like all these places I wanted to visit in Utah, but it's never going to happen. If you want to make it out and actually check out the village, we're going this Saturday and you're, you're welcome to come along. Can I sit in the middle seat between your two kids? Well, no, I mean, you can like come up with us and oh. you have to drive yourself, <laughs> but we're going and you wait, can- Wait, wait, I have to drive myself? You have to drive yourself, which I know that I've already lost you at this point. My family, we've been going to it for years. I think we've missed it here and there in between, but I think we've mentioned it every episode as we've done Christmas. It's a great way to get you in the Christmas spirit. And I'm telling you that Christmas village gets you in the Christmas spirit too. But they've got, you didn't see it from the video, obviously, but they have these little box house things that they pull out. And different groups, kind of similar to what the pumpkin walk is, different groups, organizations will take a box or a house and they'll decorate it. And I'd assume it's the same ones over and over again. And I, I see the same decorations and things every year and maybe a new one here or there, but they kind of keep with the same uh, theme and there's always the same ones you can, can look out for because they've already bought the stuff over the years or whatever they've done. But you just look in these windows and you've got a scene of, you know, elves getting ready for Christmas or Santa Claus decorating a uh, a house for Christmas, putting up the presents. You'll have a, a reindeer hospital, all sorts of different scenes that you can see as you go and look at these different little houses that they they pull out so it's pretty cool it's at i think that you may have mentioned in the the video but it's at the ogden municipal gardens and it starts the saturday after thanksgiving and i think that day they have a big if you really want to see the whole all the theatrics they have fireworks and they have a big party to to turn on the lights and then it runs through, which we have done, we've gone after Christmas, it runs through January 1st. And I mean, just like we mentioned with the candlelight Christmas, it's better when there's snow on the ground for this one. Any Christmas thing, I think it's better with snow on right. the ground. It's been kind of fun. I think I've mentioned this before this December, because I feel like the last five years, it's been like pretty warm Decembers, right? So today it's freezing cold. I mean, it's sunny, but it's freezing cold. Um, we've got snow on the ground. Like you said, I feel like it it feels more like Christmas this year than it has in years past for that reason. Um, but yeah, you're right. It's it's nice when you go to Christmas activities outside and there's snow on the ground. Mm-hmm. That even the, um, which we haven't done an episode on, the ice castles. Yeah, that's They're true. They're going to open like earlier than they ever have because it's colder than ever and than has been normally. You, you've been to this place where they have the Christmas Village because it's where we went to the concert. And right. mm-hmm. they, they usually have, uh, I haven't seen in years past, but sometimes they'll have people performing Christmas songs and things up on the stage. Oh, cool. But they also have a, a Santa Claus set up. You can go visit Santa. They've got lots of places where you can buy hot chocolate 
And I guess Mrs. Claus, during the day, gives guided tours to preschool-age children. So that's pretty cool, too. That's nice of her. I know. Their busy schedule. But when they, as I was mentioning with the opening, so the day after Thanksgiving, Black Friday, they do a Santa run. They do a holiday electric light parade. And then a, a ceremony with fireworks and the lights turning on. So that that would be a cool thing to go to, the opening of it. I didn't know they, they did all that. All that just for the the opening. So it's pretty cool. And you can even go late. Lights are turned on from five and it goes till midnight. So I don't think you'd want to be in Ogden out in the open much later than and just so people know the front runner doesn't go all the way (laughs) (laughs) make sure if you're taking a front runner you really nail down the schedule take a look at well yeah take a peek at the schedule and make sure that you park in the right location and if you get stuck there's literally no food in that area that's open Oh, yeah. forgot we were searching around for food for like an hour before we got on the Fort Runner. Yeah, because we had extra time. That's true. So, yeah. So you said you go with your family. So is this something you did as a kid growing up or just with your family now? As a kid, we did it. And we would go with my cousins, my mom's side of the family. And my cousin actually lives up in Ogden, and he's the one that, I guess, set it up for this year and said, hey, we're going on the 17th, so come and join us if you want. So we're going to be meeting up with them, and they're the ones we've always kind of done it with. We hold that tradition, but there's been years just me and my wife went. We went with just my parents. We went and saw the Nutcracker one year up there in the Egyptian theater, I think is what it is. And then we went and checked out the village. So yeah, it's, it's a fun, fun, different thing. Well, it sounds like a good time. And I guess this was from, Oh, this is from this year. They have a, a mini polar express train ride through in the glow in the dark Christmas tunnel. So I don't know what that is. Sounds pretty cool because trains are a big thing up in Ogden. Mm-hmm. I have an old train set I found at a property 15 years ago that I need to take to a place to see if there's any value. Does it blow smoke? I have no idea. It's just been in the old, old boxes forever. Hmm. But. Either that or I need to take it over to the train shop in Gardner Village and see what they think of it. You know what else I have too that has nothing to do with Christmas or trains? What's that? I also found a big box of uh, vinyl records and there's a lot of like good vinyl records in there. So we need to go to uh, like, uh, what is it called? The CD warehouse, the... Graywell? Graywell. I'm like, oh, Whitewell? (laughs) Greyhound. We should do like an episode with them and then have them like go through the finals and see if there's any value in them. Who knows? Maybe I've been sitting like on a million dollar record for a while now and could have been retired. 
There's a Beatles one that I know is really rare and worth a lot of money. I don't know which one it is. This is completely off topic, but I just found out. So I am super excited. I'm a big college football fan. And one of my favorite franchises in video games is the NCAA football. Mm -hmm. And it's been absent for quite a few years because of the lawsuits and the lack of NIL since it's back. And you can, well, since players can now earn money off their name, image, and image and likeness, they're bringing it back. And they were supposed to have it next year, but it's not going to be till the summer of 2024 when it comes out. Anyway, that's a lot of lead up to tell you that I just found out the most recent game they came out with was NCAA 2014. And apparently during the pandemic, it had this resurgence. And the game is so rare, they didn't, they had to stop making copies of it. So there's not a lot of copies. I mean, there's still a good amount, but it's harder to come by. So if you try and get one of those, they're a lot of money. I was looking just online and people sell them for like 600 bucks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was just going to say that not even just 2014, but a lot of them are, I like one of my possible side hustle dream jobs right now and i kind of i've done it before and i feel like you've done it too it's just um picking you know treasure hunting picking and I've, i follow a few guys one does video games and anytime he finds an ncaa football game he most of the time he grabs it because they're worth some money i i don't want it to make money i just want to play it it looks amazing 2014 or the new one 2014 and the new one's going to be amazing but until then i mean we've got to wait i even told my wife hey this is probably only going to be out on xbox so i'm going to have to buy an xbox just to play this game and i thought it was going to be this upcoming year but i guess i've got a little ways to wait but yeah those games are those games are special i'm happy to see it coming back eventually so christmas 2024 you guys know what to get me 2014 NC. No, that's that's for this year if you can find it. I'm gonna keep uh, trying to find it. And if I find it, then I'll whip out the old Xbox 360. Yeah, that was actually one game I enjoyed playing was NCAA football. You can do like mascot games, which are always fun. Just a bunch of cosmos on the field. Well, Merry Christmas, Brandon. Merry Christmas, Nate. Thanks for my mugs. Enjoy some eggnog. This is a this is a gift that will keep on giving the whole year. That's what I hoped it would do. I don't even know if I want to use it. Merry Christmas to all of you, all our loyal listeners. We appreciate it. And uh, you know, if there's a little if there's a little leftover, I want you to get something nice for yourself from me. I'm gonna fly you all out. <laughs> <laughs> to listen to our next episode great movie sorry no more christmas vacation quotes now nah, we can still find a way to do it but stay we tuned for will. some other vacation content soon to come thanks for listening to this is place podcast see you next week